Welcome to the Yoga Church Sunday Sermons. These sermons are filmed in the place I'm lucky enough to call my backyard, so you might hear the sounds of birds, geese, roosters, trains, and wind, and sometimes my sweet pup Indy. I've had an ever-shifting relationship with the holiday of Christmas throughout my life. Maybe we all have to some degree. But last year, just after Christmas was over actually, something strange happened for me. As I was decompressing from the activities of the holiday, I was struck with wonder by the story of the holiday. I don't mean the academic theological version, I don't mean the particularly American version. I mean the version that just showed up in my mind and heart as I was taking down my Christmas lights. I was struck with wonder over the vulnerability of God in the story. Now, if you've been on this journey of spiritual search with me for any amount of time, then you know that I deeply believe in God. And you know that I have no idea what that last sentence really means. I believe that God is real, that we all have that of God within us, but I also believe that God is utterly unknowable mystery. This is the paradox of my spirituality. I believe both things. Deep in my body, I believe both things. But it's this paradox of belief that leads to my love of scripture, I think. I love to read the ancient stories of people trying to figure out who and what God is. And in the vast corpus of stories about God, Christmas is a doozy. It's the story of incarnation, which is a word I absolutely adore. It means embodiment in flesh. We are all incarnation. But the story of Christmas tells of a unique incarnation. It's the embodiment of God in flesh. And this is the vulnerability that struck me. I know we see heaps of baby Jesus images this time of year, but I want to interrupt them. I want to turn toward the sheer wildness of the story. I mean, why on earth would a supposedly all-powerful God decide to incarnate as a helpless baby in a deeply impoverished family? It's an absolutely absurd choice. No one would make it. But the story isn't designed to teach us about practicality. It's a story we tell to remind ourselves that God is with us. And according to Mary, the mother of this unique incarnation, who said, God has scattered the proud in the thoughts of their hearts. God has brought down the powerful from their thrones and lifted up the lowly. God has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away empty. Christmas is also a story we tell in order to remind ourselves that God begs for an end to injustice, so much so that God made the absurd choice. Christmas tells an absurd story, but it also tells an utterly human story. It describes something that happens every day, the event of birth. But no matter how commonplace the event of birth may be, it's always a wildly inspiring experience. Watching as new life arrives in the world gives one the sense of miracle, of survival, of hope. It gives us the sense that justice will prevail. The story of Christmas, the story of birth, the story of unique incarnation speaks of the wild willingness of God to take risk, of the wild generosity of God 
to be vulnerable. The Gospel of John says, what has come into being in him was life, and the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. We celebrate Christmas, the story of a birth that reminds us that God is with us, that reminds us that God begs for an end to injustice, as a reminder that the darkness will fade, that the light will return. So in closing, I leave you with this blessing, again from artist and minister Jan Richardson, called How the Light Comes. I cannot tell you how the light comes. What I know is that it is more ancient than imagining, that it travels across an astounding expanse to reach us, that it loves searching out what is hidden, what is lost, what is forgotten or in peril or in pain, that it has a fondness for the body, for finding its way toward flesh, for tracing the edges of form, for shining forth through the eye, the hand, the heart. I cannot tell you how the light comes, but that it does, that it will, that it works its way into the deepest dark that enfolds you, though it may seem long ages in coming or arrive in a shape you did not foresee. And so may we this day turn ourselves toward it. May we lift our faces to let it find us. May we bend our bodies to follow the arc it makes. May we open and open more and open still to the blessed light that comes. Merry Christmas. Get reflection questions, join the discussion, subscribe at summercushman.com. And don't forget to sign up for the Yoga Church annual retreat happening July 7th through 11th, 2019 on Bainbridge Island. I hope you'll join us.